This is Jimmy Scroggins. I'm the lead pastor at Family Church in West Palm Beach, Florida. Are you tired of going to conferences, reading books, and listening to speakers who tell you how to do church when you know that you cannot do what they are recommending? You've come to the right place on our podcast. We're going to give you principles, strategies, and ideas that you can implement right now with the resources you have at your church because this is church for the rest of us. Hey, welcome to Church for the Rest of Us. We're back on the podcast, and we're just going to kind of walk our listeners through our journey for this season as we convert our church from a face-to-face church to an online church. And I have with me Leslie Bennett and Carly Seelman, and these two ladies are our experts at Family Church on digital communication and really all of our communication that we do. So, Leslie, this has been quite challenging for us. It has. It's been quite a challenge. So we are in Network of Neighborhood Churches. We've talked on the podcast a good bit about that with our listeners and our philosophy and our strategy that goes with that, which is having a pastor at each campus, a neighborhood Mm -hmm. pastor in a neighborhood building, um, speaking the neighborhood language. So to pull that all into what we're now calling virtual church has been a pretty rapid shift. Sometimes we say we feel like the Titanic around here when you have a rather significant organization, it's sometimes hard to turn that organization. All leaders know that. And I feel like we've had to turn the Titanic on a dime. So it's been a, a big sure. challenge. Can we get away from the Titanic? <laughs> okay, yeah, sure I said no icebergs. Yeah. <laughs> no icebergs. Anyways, but you're right. And so we actually have a philosophical value on face-to-face. That's why we do live teaching at all of our campuses and all of our services. That's why we try to get our groups together live in someone's living room or in a small group room. That's why we try to connect our kids, our students. It's all about face-to-face. And even the people that we've hired, our staff is built around people who are doing face-to-face shepherding in all of these different neighborhoods, right? Mm -hmm. Preaching, teaching, all of that. And so before this crisis hit, Carly, you help us manage all of our digital platforms. What was our digital strategy? What did it look like before the crisis? Sure. Well, before the crisis, we were broadcasting and live streaming from Facebook and from our website. And only our downtown services. only our downtown services. That's correct. And we have our campus Facebook pages, which are campus-specific, so content is really primarily Mm campus-driven on those Facebook pages. And then we have a Twitter, and we have an Instagram profile as well. And that is network content that we put out there. Right. So you and your team manage all of that, and then the individual campus pastors and their teams manage their own Facebook page. That's correct. And then we manage our website and the content that we put out there, which is from the network. Right. But now, Leslie... Right. All of a sudden, like two weeks ago, we stopped having church face-to-face for a while. That's right. And what are we doing? Well, we're trying to figure it out, actually, so let's not let anybody think that we have figured it out, but we have moved to live streaming to YouTube and to all of our Facebook pages, so not just our downtown page. So that was a relatively easy fix for us, Mm -hmm. and so we were able to take that live stream from downtown and push it out across all of those platforms. As we've done that, though, we've learned some things along the way. This is week two, keep in mind, (laughs) but we've already learned a few things, so we want to talk about some of the things that we're learning, Carly. I know this week. And you are online on YouTube, on our Facebook pages, and on our website, trying to monitor what was happening there. So what was that like? It was great. It was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, we're learning as we're going. This has all been like a really great learning experience for all of us, and it's brought our teams together. But just to be specific, we were on the Facebook platform, and we want to make sure that since they are campus-specific, we want to have a presence on each campus, but then it's kind of hard for one person to moderate 
communication and comments across all of those Facebook pages. So right. I think if we were to do this again, or as we continue to do this in the future. Well, we're going to do it again <laughs> in just a few days. Right, right, exactly. So learning for next week is to, hey, we can recruit a few people from the different campuses to help us with moderating those conversations on Facebook specifically. Yeah, and I think that's really important because one of the things we found is that, oh, wow, so we had people engaging on 13 different Facebook Live broadcasts, and we broadcast them at three different times at 10.30, 12.30, and 5 p.m. on Sunday. But we really need to assign moderators to help guide the chat, answer questions across all 13 pages at all three times. Right. Exactly. And we really didn't think through that very well. But what did we know? So after we came back, we're like, wow, I should have thought of that ahead of time, but we didn't. And so we learned that. And then Leslie... We learned some things about Facebook groups as well. That's right. Well, that's something we've been talking about for a while. One of the, I think, fun things about this exercise, and hopefully churches across America are experiencing this right now, is some of the things you've wanted to do for a long time, Mm -hmm. but you haven't done yet, now is a great time to just go ahead and pull the trigger. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we want to have all of the I's dotted and the T's crossed before we do it. So we've been talking about Facebook groups and wanting to move that direction, and we decided now is the time because of the way Facebook's algorithms have changed. And they put preference on groups. So we put Facebook groups up on all of our Facebook pages. Now we're encouraging people to join that group. And so we can have more effective communication with our campuses through that group than we actually could through the page. And we're learning. Again, we're not perfect at this. So I think the church for the rest of us point that we could make is that just try it and figure it out as you go. So we did it one week. We already realized we can do it better. We're going to make adjustments. But don't hold back because you don't have it all figured out yet. Just go for it and then make it better week after week. We believe we're going to be in this posture for up to 12 weeks. So that's what we're planning on. That's what we're aiming for. And we intend to get better every single week. Right, Carly? Absolutely. And that actually brings me to something that I read in the past. It's called the Lean Startup. And it's the agile methodology with startup companies. And it's called the Minimum Viable Product. So we just want to put out the minimum viable product, something that will work, and then we optimize as we learn and grow. So I feel like we're doing that each week. We're just getting better. That's good. Yeah. And I think we are getting better. But, you know, again, for our listeners, this is where I think, because I know they're thinking, oh, well, if I had Leslie and I had Carly, we could have... (laughs) (laughs) That's true. But the truth is, volunteers could do this. I mean, Facebook is such a tremendous platform. They provide it free of charge. And any church of any size that has an iPhone or an iPad can broadcast their service from music, their message. They can moderate comments. Like, And it's free and Facebook provides it. I mean, I don't know if they're going to keep doing that forever, but like it's an amazing, amazing tool that anyone with an internet connection can make use of. And I've seen churches because I have friends of mine and people that used to serve with me that are in churches of less than 100 Mm -hmm. that are broadcasting their preaching just by setting up iPhone on a tripod Mm -hmm. and they're just Facebook living it and they're getting comments and all kinds of engagement. And that's really fantastic. Now, let me just interject, Pastor Jimmy, in case people don't know, there's actually a person at Facebook, Nora Roberts is her name. Is that right? Nona Jones? Nona Jones. (laughs) Something like that. Close. 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 We're close friends with these people. (laughs) Well, I don't know Nona Jones, but she is a person dedicated at Facebook to churches and helping churches use Facebook. And so I would recommend Nona Jones to you. And also, you can join the Church Communicators Facebook group, which is also on Facebook. And there's lots of helpful tips there. So if you don't already know about that, that's two great places to go. That's what a great, great resource. That's probably worth Pro tip. somebody just listening on this that made it worthwhile. Hey, the other thing that we did this week is we actually videoed our kids' worship. Yeah. 
So we have a kids' worship program that includes a Bible memory verse, some songs, a skit with some puppets. And our team did a phenomenal job. They're really good writers, and they work at this all the time, but they don't do it by video. They do it live. Mm Mm-hmm. And the reason I'm sharing this is I'd encourage our listeners to go on this weekend and watch our broadcast and watch our kids' worship. We call it Treehouse Takeover and watch them do it because I think this is an idea that could be scaled to any size church and it could be done live and it could be broadcast, again, using an iPhone or an iPad, it would work. Mm -hmm. And you might say, well, I don't have anybody who can write the skits as good as you do at Family Church. Well, the truth is, if you'll email us, we'll send you our skits. You can use our skits if you want for free. They're funny. They're very funny. And there's a lot online that you can get. So I would just encourage every church of any size to consider a kid's worship that you could video. Again, you could do it using Facebook or Facebook Live and put it out to your church. And if you have a more sophisticated setup, you can do it in more sophisticated ways. But any church of any size could do that. It was so fun to watch. And some of the feedback that I got on chat were people from other denominations were saying, oh, so you provide programming for kids. We didn't know that you did that. That's such a great idea. Yeah. It was wonderful to like open their eyes to something else that they've seen. Yeah, one of my favorite comments was from some of our Sherbrooke members who were watching and they stayed tuned in their empty nesters. But they said, are there more episodes of this? Because we'd like to Netflix binge it. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. It was so like, yeah, you just watched the so only fun. episode that's, that's right. ever been broadcast. But there'll be more. Watch yeah. every week. There will be more. That's right. And then our students have used Zoom mm-hmm. to keep their small groups together across all of these campuses. Do you guys have any thoughts about how that's worked? I think it's working great for them. They've been using Zoom and also Google Hangouts. Google Hangouts, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's good across different platforms and then also on iPhones and Android. So, And as we've tried to get our groups, adults, students, whoever, across all of these campuses, are those our main two tools we're encouraging is Google Hangouts and Zoom? Primarily. There's also WhatsApp, GroupMe. There's also Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. been a great platform for that. So all of our groups are using these different things. And the cool thing is a lot of these group leaders, because of their work or just what they do with social media, they have a preference. And so we're not trying to box them in. We're kind of like, hey, whatever you think you can run a group on, just run it. Mm-hmm. Right. And we're and trying to resource them. And you know, sometimes it's, oh, well, let's make a video and show them how to use this. Well, those videos are already out there. That's so right. just know that you don't have to create any new tools. You can find great tools that are already in existence to help people know how to use these platforms. Yeah. Everybody's figuring it out together mm-hmm. for those of us who aren't used to interacting that way. Yes. Right before this podcast, I just Googled it to see how to use Google Hangouts. And there's like an endless number of videos, articles, tutorials. Mm -hmm. And so churches, if you say, well, you know, we could never build a tutorial, you shouldn't. Mm -hmm. Nobody should. People have already done that. Right. Right. And they're really good. Yeah. Find one that you like and just point your people to it. They can definitely do it. Again, our goal is just to create connection in this time of social distancing. And when people can't have connection, we feel like as a church, we really want to encourage people to continue to stay connected Mm -hmm. however we can, because we need each other during this time. I mean, people are anxious. Anxious. People are losing their jobs. Kids are home from school. We're going to be starting new content. So we're doing our best to spin up some new things. Again, in the midst of all that we're doing, I'm trying to think about our people out there mm-hmm. and the things that they need from us. So I would just encourage our churches to be thinking about how we can be better equipping the people who are in their homes at this time, feeling anxious, feeling uncertain, looking for some encouragement. So I don't know if you want to talk about some of the things we're thinking about doing. 
Yeah, I mean, we're just doing little things, and a lot of churches are already doing this, right. and our listeners, many of them are already doing it, but like, we're doing a thing called Live at Five, so I'm going to go on and do a little devotional thought, kind of pointing people towards the upcoming weekend message. We're doing a Bible study at 7 o'clock on Wednesday nights. One of our teaching pastors, Bernie Cueto, is doing that. We're having a family game night on Wednesday night that we're doing over the internet. So there's, there's all different tools that we're using. And then I've had a lot of fun just with my own family. Mm-hmm. So like several nights last week, I was reading a book called The Great Brain to mm-hmm. my children. And I just said, hey, just put it on Facebook Live. And I've just been amazed at how many people, hundreds and I mean, thousands of views right. of people watching this, just me reading a book in my living room. And that's just one of my kids videos me on an iPhone. And then Yesterday, we had so fun because I have a lot of kids. So we had a big ping pong tournament. We set up a net on our dining room table. So we had a big ping pong tournament. I was amazed at how many people just watched the ping pong tournament Mm -hmm. and commented and text. You know, I don't know. It was just fun. So I'd encourage pastors, youth pastors, kids pastors, whoever you are, even lay people. People want a glimpse of your family. Let them have it. Show them how you're processing the coronavirus crisis with your children, with your marriage, whatever. And it's amazing what setting an example and encouraging people can mean. Yeah. Again, I think just Facebook is an incredible Facebook, Instagram. If you want to just like copy someone else's dance, I guess you can use TikTok. But whatever, whatever, <laughs> whatever right. you want to do. Yeah. That's what my kids, they copy some others. And so I just encourage all of our listeners out there to make use of the technology that you have. Don't be intimidated by bigger churches. Scale it to your resources, your staff, your team, what you can do. And then you take the resources you have, implement these principles, and it'll elevate your game during this coronavirus crisis. So Leslie, Carly, thank you guys for joining me on Church for the Rest of Us. And we'll be back in a few days. and We'll talk more about what we're learning during this coronavirus crazy time at our church. Thank you so much for joining us on today's podcast. I'd love for you to follow me on Twitter at Jimmy Scroggins or check out FamilyChurchNetwork.com to chime in on our blog. We want your feedback on today's podcast. Plus, we want to know what you are doing because we want to learn from you too. Hey, until next time, this is Jimmy Scroggins and you've been listening to Church for the Rest of Us.